The hosts of this podcast are not professionals and may discuss adult themes and sexual content. Also, we fucking swear a lot. good what you good i don't know man that fucking noise you just made (laughs) (laughs) i think i haven't recorded (laughs) did you hit record already no we're recording right now great so happy for us fuck (laughs) how's it going today steph it's going good today raven so Got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing? I'm um having some deep thoughts about um doors. Doors. Yes, deep, deep thoughts about doors. Some philosophical bullshit about doors, like wooden doors, like trap doors, like Oprah yes. Winfrey pop out of a closet kind of door. Why is she popping out of a closet? And yes, all of the above. Because she's been in one for quite a while. But anyways, continue. <laughs> that, wow, deep cut. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I... Okay, first of all, growing up being a rather small and frail person. Okay, when there is a front door that is heavy and you can't open it but then you want to be helpful so you try to open the door and you know when you're fucking five or six and you can't open the front door everybody's like oh look at her look at that cute little girl trying to hold open that big heavy door it's so cute but then you know you turn like 22 and you still can't open the front door it's not cute anymore you're it's you're just sometimes I mean, yeah, I can, it's that, but also sometimes the, the deadbolt lock on a door looks like it's not locked, but it is. And then you just look stupid, especially in a job interview when you're trying to get into the glass walled conference room and you can't open the door to get in and they're all at the conference table staring at you as you're struggling with the door. That they locked from the inside. So it's really their fault. But I'm the one that looks stupid. And I have a lot of feelings about doors. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Did you get the job? Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but also, like, I was struggling. And then I went in and I was able to laugh at myself. And win them over with my charm. And they're like, you know what? This bitch is aight. And I'm like, thank you. I am aight. What's that look supposed to mean, Raven? Sorry, I'm looking for your charm. <laughs> First of all. Fuck you. Is that, your, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, I mean, yeah. Okay. 
doors. I definitely think that there are people out there. Honestly, it's every person has opinions about doors that they didn't realize they had until it's brought up. Like, there are doors that are better than other doors. Okay. Like, tell me if you were walking around, like, somebody's house, and they're like, oh, hey, I have a secret passageway, and it, it, it involves this cool door. You are immediately impressed. That is a good door. Like, a secret bookcase, like, you pull a book, and then it opens up as a cool-ass door into a secret room. That's a good door right there. Yeah. And it leads you into this amazing environment on this fun adventure. Okay. Yeah. There are good doors and bad doors. Okay. Sometimes, you know, you're in a creepy basement that makes you feel uncomfortable as is. And then off in the corner, there's like this really heavy wooden door that's also hard to open because you are a small little girl. <laughs> okay. And that door is a scary door. It's not a good door. We don't like that door. Do you open the No, I'm not door? taking questions at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, that's the scary heavy door from when I lived in that haunted house is the one I'm talking ah, about. The murder door. Um, for those of you who don't know, no, I'm still not taking questions at this time about it. <laughs> I'll probably talk about it in another episode, but not today. So you can just sit on that little nugget. I'll, I'll bring it up if I want to. Anyway, also, there's just something that just brings out, like, your child, your childlike wonder and glee when there's a revolving door to a building, okay? Because it's like, there's, there's the option to go through the boring door, or you go through the revolving door, and you just get that, like, yeah, you go through it, and you have a straight face because you're probably going into an important building, like a very fancy restaurant or a governmental building. But in your in your heart, you're like, this is so fucking exciting. <laughs> and you're just like, you're kind of happy you're going through a revolving door at the moment. Okay. Like, and a part of you wants to just kind of like walk around at least just like one full revolution before entering or exiting the building. Do you do that with every single revolving door you see? Do you well, do I don't go loop? like, I don't go in like full like evolutions Why? or anything. Evolution? Because sometimes I'm in a rush. One full evolution? Yeah, I know what I said, and I know it was the wrong word. But, okay, you know what? I didn't ask for a grammar lesson, okay? Yeah, no, I'll I can't even off. talk about my feelings about doors I, and I'll my weirdly off. strong opinions. Yeah, go off, go off, queen. Yes. Thank you, my yes. fellow queen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, the dog walked over from my snapping. So, also, I just feel... As though when you're walking by houses in like a neighborhood or something, like when you're going on a nice walk to be healthy, I haven't done that in a minute, I'll be honest. But then like you see a house and you can definitely tell the status of a family based on the front door. We're like, you know, about... when it's just like those solid wood doors that don't that don't have a window or anything on it. And it just has maybe like the little peephole on it. It says something about their socioeconomic status. Yeah. But like. They have a fun decorative window in it, and it's it's like a fun color. You're like, ooh, okay. It definitely elevates their status as well as their style points. Not that that matters. But it says something about their socioeconomic status. And, you know, also there's something just magical about, like, a really heavy, like, wood-carved door that has, like, little fawns and magical creatures carved into it. And you're like, oh, what kind of magic 
lies beyond. Am I going to get cursed when I open this door? Probably. Is this a game of D&D we're in right now? Potentially. Probably. The door Am might... I going to die? Probably. The door might be a mimic. You never know. Exactly. You don't know until you reach out and touch it. Okay. <laughs> I see your dog playing with your penis-shaped pillow in the background. <laughs> just like, the whole train of thought. <laughs> Let me verify. It is not my penis-shaped toy. It's his penis-shaped stuffed animal. Did he ask for the penis-shaped stuffed animal, or no. did you buy it and say, here you go? I bought it for him when we were living together. Mm-hmm. He okay. plays with it. I thought you just bought that because you thought it was funny. It was a mix of both. Yeah, okay. So he didn't, like, ask, because he's a dog. It's okay. Remember the weeping <laughs> angel? Why would you put that yep. on the fucking screen just for wait. me right now? Just wait. <laughs> Did you put a tiny penis over its head so we don't have to not blink? Raven, no. All right, we got off track <laughs> there for a second. We did. Um, but, you know, like, there's different... I mean, like, there's literally, like, physical doors, what I've been talking about, um, that can lead to fun and whimsical adventures and magical places. Some of them lead to dark, scary rooms. There's actually a door over in the... Over in... Uh, the Oxford campus, like at the college, that is like has like a really cool like Eve around it, and it looks very magical. And it's actually the door that inspired C.S. Lewis to write Narnia, like the Narnia book series. Really? And you can find it today. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. And there's like you can find pictures of it. You can Google it. And, like, you look at it and you're just like, oh, yeah, I definitely see like little like Mr. Tumnus in there. And, like, I could definitely see how this door is so inspirational because doors are just fucking magical like that. Um, oh wow, that is so, a very right? uh, like very Narnia like door. Exactly. I want one. Well, you can't have it. Can I have a giant? Probably because door? it's insured for like a million dollars. Oh, now. probably. Can I have a giant Hobbit door into a hill? Yes. See that a Hobbit door? That's another iconic door. Like, the second you just say, like, a hobbit door, everybody just gets that instant picture of, like, a round door with a doorknob in the middle. All right. Hogwarts door. I mean, I don't I think, think of, like, that's... the Great Hall. Yeah, like, the Great Hall, like, those giant, tall, like, like wooden doors. But I, I don't, I don't think, of... think it's as iconic as a hobbit door, though. I don't know. I, I think of Professor Quirrell doors from, like, Harry Potter, where he comes slamming through the Great Hall. There's a troll! Yes! <laughs> There's a troll! There's a troll! The trolls escaped the dungeon! Uh, and wait, did they escape the dungeons? Or there's a troll, there's a in, troll the in the dungeon? There's a troll in the dungeon. I haven't watched them in so long, I have to rewatch them. And then he collapsed to the ground like a pussy. <laughs> Just thought I want to know! Like, oh no, <laughs> I'm so stressed out! <laughs> Goodbye! It's more fucking it's like, dramatic okay. than I am. Like, you're probably passing out because you're so stressed out over the fact that you're culturally appropriating a fucking turban. Yeah. You white white man yeah that's his fault definitely it's definitely nothing to do with whoever wrote that series which is a completely other episode 
Yeah, we, we'll go into that in another episode in our feelings. Um, also, I just feel like, you know, speaking of doors in the UK, you know, like, their houses and their living quarters are built differently, too. Like, they definitely, like, each room is definitely, like, kind of, like, sectioned off, and there's doors to each room. Whereas, like, in America, it's, we have very much more of an, like, an open concept living. Like, the only rooms that really have doors is, like, your front door, your bedroom doors, and your bathroom doors. Everything else is typically has, like, an archway or is just open concept. And I think that says something about culture because, like, I don't know, at least from my very narrow, you know, like, I'm not very much like in the know, I would say, or versed in European culture as I would like to be. But I've known, you know, the British to be a little bit more like closed off and repressed when it comes to their emotions. Whereas us Americans have no problem looking our best friend in the eye and saying, hey, Raven, fuck you. Hey, Steph, fuck you. And Peyton, fuck you too for playing with your toy right next to me and every time i try to get you to stop you grab another one do you want to pause so you can grab his toy no i keep grabbing them and he just goes and grabs a new one. Oh, i think he Sorry. stopped after i called his ass out it's fine he's just a feature in the podcast this week apparently. okay he has to be the center of attention always i mean he's a dog i mean if i if we had to choose, I would definitely always want a dog to be the center of my attention. Dog doors. Dog doors! Good good segue, Peyton. Yeah! <laughs> dog doors. Doggy doors. Those are a good door, because dogs. I don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. To go fucking let the dog out. But... The dog can just do as they please and, so like, just out. live their best life. But also, if, the, if it's a big doggy door, humans can get in. And that's that's no good. I was thinking like raccoons. Ooh, raccoons. Which which is kind of a good thing. Still, raccoons are cute. But they're scary. Possums. Possums scary. U.S. possums are scary. U.S. possums are actually very cool animals. They're cool, but they scary. Like like they're. I don't built need to meet one in real life. Mammals. Yeah. They literally don't get rabies like they can yeah which is super cool that is very cool but yes doggy doors they also make cat doors yeah but it's also i just feel like cat doors just a knockoff of a dog. when i was little we used to crawl back and forth through the doggy door at my grandpa's house you, you, was that was like your favorite activity was that your is that what you liked to do as a child? One of, yes oh <laughs> okay just go through the was your childhood door. sad raven no. No. I had a good childhood. It was just a fun little thing we used to do. A little quirk? Yeah, a little quirky. A little, okay. little queer. Like yes. me. Yeah. It's times like this where I like to I like to quote um Jess from New Girl. Stop it, you fastidious queen. Okay, and then also there's physical doors and then there's the non-physical doors, such as doors of opportunities, 
and doors into another plane of existence, into like the spirit world, like your dream world, alternate realities. Like, I feel like doors have so many different connotations and meanings, and there's so much depth that can be applied to a door, you know? Yeah. Like, I know in my own personal life, I used to have this door of opportunity opened to me and it was going to be a fantastic opportunity for my life to like to change my life as well as like career opportunities meeting new people i was going to literally move across the country to the opposite coast on the u.s to go move with this friend and then you know things changed in our situations and that door of opportunity closed and i am no longer going to be moving with that friend at least across the country at this time and when opportunities that are that big close it definitely has a huge emotional impact i know i am a a smidgen, a little sprinkling of fucked up, you know. Just a little, just a smidgen, just a, just a little, a, a little salt skosh, base sprinkle, just a little, a little, a little, a little, a little of yeah. fucked, you know. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was definitely a little hurt, but I completely understand my friend's perspective. You know, I didn't have. I didn't meet the full amount of criteria they needed to be a solid, good investment. So they were honest with me, and I was just like, okay, that one door of opportunity closed, but another one opened when another friend of mine said, hey, I have a house, have an extra bedroom, you can stay with me until you figure out your next step. You know, it it really sucks that that great opportunity ended. Mm -hmm. But then... When that closes, you're kind of forced to pivot and you see all these other doors that you're like, oh, I never even tried these ones. Yeah. You know, so there's that. And, you know, I wasn't ready to go and move yeah. out there. Everything was kind of rushed. Yeah. So it was a good call. I think in the long haul, this is a good thing because now I can be here for other family members who are going through some tough times right now. Um, my little sister is having her prom and I get to be here for that. I'm so excited now because we've, I was going to get to, I was going to have to miss that opportunity. Yeah. And now I get to be here for that. And we just went dress shopping. She looks gorgeous. Yes. Everybody better fucking get ready because when I say that, like, she's going to knock him dead, like, I'm seriously worried. Like, I'm going to be handing out water bottles to be like, hydrate because she's about to drag your mouth out. <laughs> hydrate. You, you fucking idiot go, chillins. Are you going to go to, like, the, the little prom walk they do and just start chucking water bottles at teenage boys? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and condoms, because be safe. Yeah? No, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of like one... Right. What I was seeing at the time was one bright and shining opportunity door closed. I was forced to pivot and look at these other ones and realize, oh, wow, I actually have so many other doors 
open to me and available that I never even considered. So there's that. And I feel like there's a lot of other people out there that can definitely, you know, empathize and sympathize with that and be like, you know what? Yeah. It's like, it, it sucks when you're forced to pivot and like when a dream of yours doesn't come, like kind of falls apart, you're forced to kind of reassess and look for that next door, whether it's a normal sized door of opportunity, or maybe it's kind of like a janky looking door, but it leads to greener pastures. So you don't question it. It's you know? the doggy door of opportunity. It's the doggy door of hey. opportunity is what you're sometimes forced to go through. I literally said that and he barked. Did you hear him? Yes. Yeah. Hey, don't bark. It's the doggy door of opportunity. The doggy door of opportunity. You don't bark in this house. Not at people out the window, bud. Sorry, I'm just looking at his fluffy tail like, you know? Because that's what tails do. They go, and if those of you who are listening don't understand how a dog tail wags and definitely makes that sound, then I don't want to be your friend. No, you shouldn't be listening to us if you don't. Yeah, like, this isn't the podcast for you. But also, like, please stay. I mean, like, we have fun here. Also, please stay. (laughs) (laughs) I need friends. They only have I Raven. Need oh, okay. I'm not good enough. <laughs> no. Just I need me. more. I need an empire. An empire. An, an empire army. with multiple doors for me to get locked behind and be confused. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be hard to overthrow me. Let's be real. They just have to like lock a door, but or like it would be two doors, one in front of the other, like a storm door and a regular door. They would have to lock one of them. And then just I would one. I would unlock that one and be like, oh, yeah, this one's also locked. And I'd go to turn the key in the next one, but then I'd just be locking it. And I would just be stuck in there for hours because I wouldn't, it would not compute. Anyway. What if I stick you in a room full of doors? I mean, I feel like that'd be fun. But also, I would very quickly get scared. I just feel like that could very easily turn into a horror movie because, okay, there are simple things that are also tied with doors that you don't, that aren't scary until you're alone. Kind of like, what's the, one of the shortest stories where like the man was, the last man on earth was sitting alone in a room and then he heard a knock at the door. It's, what? it's like just so chilling and scary that you're like, wait, what? What's knocking? What's knocking? What's out there? And it's just like that, where it's like, you think you're alone, and suddenly there's a knock on your door, and you're like, who the fuck is there? Like, tell me you weren't home alone as a kid, and then suddenly, like, your parents were gone, and they were only going to be gone for, like, a couple hours, like, grocery shopping, or going off and doing something, like, summer vacation, and then somebody came to the door and, like, knocked on the door, and you were home alone. Tell me you didn't, like, freak the fuck out. Uh, I would freak out. Right? Like, you do the whole, like, everybody, like, hides somewhere, and you're like... If we if they don't see us through the windows and if we're hiding, maybe they'll go away because people are scary and I don't like them. People are scary and I also do not like them. I'm glad you agree. And this is why we're friends. Yes. Also, because we're both crazy, but like the cool yes. kind of crazy. Sure. <laughs> sure. Stuff. Whatever <laughs> you need. Yeah. You know. So doors can be scary, they can be disappointing, they can be exciting, they can be inspiring. Like, there's just so many things that a door can be. And there's a lot of different kinds of doors, like doors to the spirit world, or what, like, what are those, like, those shows with, 
like the people say like ah oh, yes the the veil here is very thin to the spirit worlds all those mediums that can suddenly or talk like, to dead little girls on those shows i was thinking avatar the last airbender but that works too you know what else <laughs> there's doors to where secret tunnels Secret tunnel! Secret <laughs> tunnel! I don't want to get copyrighted, so I won't sing anymore. But yes, there are doors to many fun secrets and different universes. Like, sometimes I have had some dreams where I swear to our lady lord savior. Artemis? That, yeah, our lovely lady upstairs. We'll go with Artemis this time? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I, like, I was on another plane of existence. Like, like, I've seen some things in my dreams that I was like, I feel like this wasn't a dream. Like, oh, the other day I was talking with a friend of mine and he was telling me this dream that he had because, yeah, this is what I talk about with people. What? You have friends other than me? Okay, he was a family member, so it was like a forced (laughs) friendship. (laughs) Okay, I feel better now. Yeah, just like I feel better that your life is sad stuff, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all is right with the universe. <laughs> I was talking with my friend, and he was like, "Yeah, the other night I had this dream that I was going on a camping road trip with my friend, and they were driving down this road, and like they they came to this like almost like clearing where it was like there was like a hill off in the distance but then like there were trees off to the side and it was like the the little like gravel road came to an end and they parked the car and they got out and like they watched the sunset and it was very beautiful and then it was nighttime and the stars were out and they're you know like they're sitting in the car after the sun went down and they look over to the side and they see someone just standing outside the car but like a ways away so like they weren't like right next to the car and he was like that makes me uncomfy. So they try to start the car. The car's not starting. They're stuck there. So they get out of their car and they they go over to that hill that was like off to the side and they run up to the top of the hill to kind of like survey to see like, oh, is there anything like around that could help us start our car? Any other people? Not seeing anybody else. And then suddenly they hear from behind them, what are you doing here? And they turn around and there's a Native American man and woman standing there looking at them like confused going what are you doing here and my friend goes i'm so sorry we were just driving and we just happened to get here i don't know how we got here we would like to leave though can you help us and the native american man and woman just kept saying what are you doing here no 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 what are you doing here and then eventually the native american man turns to the woman and he goes they shouldn't be here. Like, they shouldn't know about this place. They can't leave now. And they start arguing. So then my friend is just standing there with his friend going like, um, what? What is, what? What do you mean we're not allowed to leave? I don't, mm, this is, I don't, okay, here, hear me out. But what if we could leave? You know, just possibilities here. I'm liking this. Let's, let's workshop this. And then he, the Native American man is arguing with the woman but eventually the woman wins out saying no they're here by mistake they weren't meant to be here they should be allowed to leave let them leave and then he wakes up from his dream and he has you know it's like people have dreams like this where it's just like 
I I don't think that was just like a dream. He went to another plane of existence. And also he lives in Wisconsin near the campus where there are burial grounds. Native American. All I'm going I'm just going to leave that sprinkling of information there. Others may do with as they wish with that information. <laughs> that is so yeah. Creepy. Exactly. I feel like there's something in our family lines, in our bloodline, that maybe it's a little bit witchy. We don't know, but it just makes us a little bit more... It gives... It makes doors to other planes of existence, the spirit world, whatever you would like to call it, like, a little bit more accessible to us, is how I like to kind of view it, because it's you know, the metaphysical is hard to comprehend sometimes. Yes. We but from yeah. doors to spooky ghosts. To ghost well, doors. <laughs> ghost doors. Ghost doors. I mean, ghost doors. There's lots of different kinds of doors is essentially what I'm trying to say. Yes. And a lot of them hold a different meaning to other people. Like sometimes there's doors in a house that people don't go near because it belonged to a loved one who was passed on, you know? Yeah. Like doors hold a lot of meaning. There's, like, the band The Doors with Jim Morrison. He holds a lot of meaning being one of the found, maybe not, like, the founding, but one of the founding members of the 27 Club. Yeah. Uh, Three Doors Down. Here without you, baby. What? what? Three Doors Down from what? From where? You said the, there's Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down from where? Like, the Who? first door? What? what? Huh? Who's on first? I'm not I'm not breaking. This is your joke and I'm gonna see it through to the end. <laughs> Who's gonna last in a bit longer? Let's go. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Three doors down and then like it was like three doors down, Daughtry. Like those guys. Like, do you remember that? Like early two thousands? They weren't early two thousands, were they? What year was it? It was before the twenty teens. Oh no. Okay. I'm having technical difficulties. It's okay. Technical difficulties. Three Doors Down got popular with the song Kryptonite, which came out in... Oh my god. Do you feel old? <laughs> came out. came out in January 2000. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Daughtry... Three Doors Down, Creed, Nickelback. They were all very much written in the same font. The same font. Comic They sans. were very much written in the same font. And you can't change my mind on this. Comic Sans. Mm, I don't know if they're quite Comic Sans. I feel like they're a little bit more cursive Because they're like, not quite goth, but like they're kind of alt-rock. Yeah, that's fair. So it's like they have a lot of feelings, but they're angry about that. So it's like cursive but like bold, but like look, make it rugged because they're men. Yeah. Yeah. They're men. Real men. Yeah. Men in tights. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my feelings and doors, my weirdly strong opinions about how they have a lot of meanings tied to them and they can say a lot about a person, a lot about a place. They can be foreboding. They could be welcoming. It sets the tone for a lot of scenes, too. You know? 
Yeah. And sure, sure. um that's what the fuck I was doing. This podcast was hosted, written, and executive produced by Steph and Raven. You can find all of our social media links at anchor.fm slash doing. Be sure to check out our friend Sebastian Palmer on your favorite music app to hear more of their amazing music. Thanks for listening, and remember to be kind and stay weird. That I'm making it up as I go